Welcome to the program with Jesse Phillips, live from his closet. Brought to you by the Lux Hair Wax Company. And now your host, the unremarkable but always ravenous Jesse Phillips. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. This is your host, Jesse Phillips. I appreciate you tuning in today. That was a pretty decent intro today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was decent? Mm-hmm. It was fluid and tight and everything West Texas, everything West Texas okay. commands All right. Out okay. Thank you for inserting yourself into the Robbie, but let me, it's my job to interview you. Honestly, so. they may want to hear my voice because it's so silky stop. and smooth. Please stop. Full of accent. Robbie. All right, cut. Jacob, all right. Folks, just so you know, I have this is the first attempt at having someone on the podcast uh, besides Jacob, my intern. He usually does a good job. Your intern gave me a couple of pointers. Uh, that, well, uh, don't listen to him. Jacob should not. Jacob does not. Um, anyway, folks, we are in West Texas. All right, we're in West Texas. It's beautiful morning. Um, there's tumbleweeds blowing outside the window. There's eagles soaring overhead. There are piglets in the valley. We've been watching and. Mm-hmm. Blue bonnets germinating out of the... Exactly. And this Australian man that is here with me, Mm, his name is... You sent... Are you really from... Yeah. All right, let me start. African, not Aussie. You're not Australian? Mm -mm. All these years I thought you were Australian. You just... Listen to your voice. Yeah, it's silky South African. Okay. All right, folks. This silky... Silky... This silk-voiced South African... Mm Mm-hmm. His name is Robbie Kroger. Robbie, how are you today? We are better than we deserve. Um, uh, you know, for the past day and a half, I've, I've almost witnessed a miracle in front of me. A I've miracle? Seen, yeah, a miracle, actually. Um, Jesse Phillips, I just, I have, you know, the miracle is the sveltness of your body. And Felt. the amount, the svelte. Svelte. Explain svelte. Svelte is... We're not all Australian. We, we don't, I don't <laughs> explain that. Sveltness is um, the aura of somebody. And they're, they're almost like Greek. Greek goddess. Yeah, almost like the, the Greek physique mm. of the gods. Keep, keep talking, Robbie. Well, what, the miracle is... Just given the amount of food that that body consumes, how you manage to remain so svelte. Um, <laughs> there is an internal fatty inside you, desperate to come out, and you do not allow it to. You don't. You don't allow that 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 fatty to exude the brilliance that it so desperately desires. I feel emotional right now. Listen to that. Because you're speaking to my inner fat kid right now, and he does want to come out. He wants to come out. Oh no, I've seen it for the last day. How, what do you mean you've seen it? I didn't. I didn't. I, need, I didn't do anything extra different on I this saw, trip. I saw you know walking into a restaurant and say, "You sure you want me to pay for your food? Because I'm about to eat a lot." And when you ordered, my jaw hit the floor. As as did the cashier when you ordered. He's like, you know, "That maybe, is not." That is not what happened, Rob. It's not that big a deal. I was about to order my food. Mm-hmm. I was about to order my two double doubles, mm-hmm. animal fry, mm-hmm. milkshake, mm-hmm. 
and three corn dogs. Mm-hmm. And, and you, at the last minute, insisted on paying for my meal, like the gentleman scholar you are, which I appreciate you being that way. But I, what, I mean, and then you say, no, let me pay for it. Am I not going to order what was already on my heart to order? Normal people would have. I, I am not a normal person, Robbie. But, but, but the, the fatty inside you decided I needed those animal fries. Well, then, you know, that's just one example, folks. It's, you know, not from, you know, two people surrounding him not finishing their steak and Jesse deciding to finish everyone's steak on their behalf. Um, it was, it was quite magnificent to see. It was quite magnificent to see, um, yet almost, you know, this cry for help that was, um, the inner child. Okay. All right. You're making me sound kind of cool and I appreciate it, but also kind of like a weirdo. All right. So mm-hmm. I didn't just eat people's steak. that didn't finish it. All right. We're at these people's. All right. So basically we're in West Texas doing interviews mm-hmm. for a project that I'm excited to start talking about with you. Mm-hmm. So if you can quit busting my chops for just a minute, maybe we can get talking about what you want to talk about. Great. And the whole reason why we had you on, but let me defend myself since you have already attacked me. We were at somebody's house. They treated us like kings, the axelrods, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. They cooked us all fat steaks, about three inches thick. All right. Amazing. Well, I don't like people that waste. There's Chinese kids in Africa that would love to eat that food. <laughs> they would love to eat that food that was sitting there on your plate, on Axe's plate. Very true. It was the first time at their house. It was the first dinner. It probably wasn't the most polite thing to do, but I did. I looked at their steaks and I said... Are you going to eat that? Yeah. And no, they didn't like, need it. Just like any normal person would do, right? You, you feel like, you know, you've known these people for all of one and a half hours and you just decided to eat all their food. Yeah. Kudos. When, when, you, <laughs> when you say it like that, Rob, you make me sound like a monster. But moving on. Moving on. All right. So now that you know Robbie a little bit and he's kind of a jerk, um, <laughs> he does have a good voice. But I want people to know just a quick overview of who you are and what you do. All right. So you went from being a real Robbie, the real Robbie, 10,000 foot view really fast. Who's Robbie? Scientist, father, husband, Christian, storyteller. Wow, we should give you your own show because that sounded really good. I could take this show over. No, you couldn't. We would, we would literally fight in the street <laughs> if you tried to take my show. This is the only place that I have power in my life. I can tell you to sh- shut up and unplug and then it's over. True. So please don't try to take it. Cause I won't. Okay, thank yes, you. Sir. Let me keep my little part of the world mm-hmm. happy. All right, so talk to me about scientist. How are, you're a scientist. I'm a scientist. I ask questions and of the world and derive how to figure out the, the knowledge to those questions. Okay. I've known you for 10 years mm-hmm. and somehow I'm just now realizing that you're a scientist. Actually from now on, you're just going to call me Dr. Robbie. <laughs> okay. That's what we'll do. Doc, That's right. Doc Robbie. That's right. Okay. Doc, just Dr. Doctor. Cro- Doc. 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 That's it. So what kind of scientist are you? I'm a restoration ecologist. Okay, that's a big word. Explain. Two big words, actually. 
Okay, that's two big words, Robbie, Dr. Kroger. Mm -hmm. Continue, please explain that. Uh, I build restoration practices to benefit the environment as well as the economy and farmers and people and stuff like that. Okay. Folks, if you don't, y'all don't know what Robbie looks like yet, you probably think scientist, probably super nerd. Uh, he kind of has a weird voice, so you think, you already automatically paint this picture of this like, giant fat guy. Uh, but really, he has a very square jaw, great facial structure. Thank you. Um, he looks like he should be the lead role in, as some villain that you kind of like mm-hmm. in, 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 the, in the Netflix original that you're binging on. I'll take that. Um, so he's a scientist. And then the next part, you're a father, correct? You have two sons, beautiful wife. Leo, Eli. Yep. Married for 11 years. 11 years and you have 17 dogs. 16 cats, right? Yep, two dogs, no cats. Okay, all right, I was close. Very close. All right, um, well, the, the part that I really want to talk about is the storyteller side mm-hmm. of Robbie Kroger. Yeah. Dr. Robbie Kroger. Right. Dr. Kroger, how long have you been an artist? I don't know, you know, it's just almost like I have a, a creative side to me that was expressed through science a little bit to start with. And then as I got exposed to the great American freedoms of the outdoors, it started coming out a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And what you what we're experiencing in West Texas is the pinnacle, I guess. Or I don't know if we've reached the pinnacle yet or not. I don't think so. We're still clambering for the top. Mm-hmm. But so you, you're how old, how old are you? I'm 40 years old. Are you truly 40? Yeah, I look pretty darn good for 40. You, dang, I've been riding around with an old fart for mm-hmm. four days in mm-hmm. West Texas. That's right. And I did not even know that, that he was a scientist and that he was 40 years old. Yep. That's incredible. I'm learning stuff every day. It's probably because I'm being hanging out with scientists. That's right. Correct. So you're I'm picking, picking my the unit. osmosis. Can don't we, worry, we'll don't, keep going. Don't use those kind of words on here, please, because it mm-hmm. makes me feel stupid when I can't. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jacob, when you re- when you uh, edit this, I need you to cut that out. All right, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so you didn't know from the beginning that you were an artist. Is that what I'm getting? You didn't know that you were a storyteller? All mm-hmm. You feel like that the... It's definitely in my blood. My grandfather was a huge storyteller. Wrote stories and stories after story after story. It was the only medium that, you know, the written word was the... Uh, typewritten word the only medium that my grandfather knew in the 50s 60s and 70s and that's what i have did you do you feel like you directly picked that up through him through reading his writings or do you do you feel like that is something you have in your dna i think it's in my dna i think that his writings obviously take me back to what he experienced which i wish i did um, and when I say take back, you know, this is Mozambique in the 50s and 60s, the heyday of Africa, the, the iconic, beautiful scenes that you see of colonial Africa that he lived and my father lived. So that's the only connection to that. And so it's almost like, okay, what does that look like today? I guess I'm trying to emulate that in, in our way. All right. That's a great, great intro into you said our way. Mm-hmm. Explain to the people what Blood Origins is. So Blood Origins is a storytelling documentary platform about showcasing the true heart, and I'll say the true heart of an outdoorsman. Um, We're focusing on hunters right now just because I'm a hunter. Um, 
and maybe your listeners will immediately turn off the podcast right now. But I think that there is a misperception about who we are supposed to represent, and the project is supposed. The project's whole purpose is to change that perception about that person that you think is, I guess, a bloodlusting killer, and that's not who we are at all. Unfortunately, there are rednecks running around that are bloodlusting killers, and. I think you could take that idea and marry it onto any endeavor. Soccer, UFC fighting, eating contests. Um, There's always going to be the bad apple in the crowd that hurts that lifestyle. And we have our fair share of them. So this is our way of documenting, showcasing, storytelling who we are. And the why behind what we do. That was great. I'm going to turn the mic off right now. We, we could. We definitely could. There's more I want to ask, but that was, we no. may end it with, I mean, that no, was that's great. Cool. That was fantastic. People are going to love this. <laughs> Good. Um, all right. Wow, Robbie, I have chills flashing up and down my spine bone right now, listening to you explain what that is. It's not because you're hungry right now? I was trying to be nice. Okay. And talk to I'll, you. I'll I was trying to I'll be a good a interviewer. I'll take it as a compliment. Thank you. I am broadcasting to the world right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't always, um, I'm trying to show them that I am an empathetic and caring person. And then I have people on that aren't very interesting, but somehow I pull out the interest. I make them sound interesting by asking and pointing and prodding the right questions. Well, I, I, so I, I feel like you sound pretty interesting this morning and you're you. welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And, and I will be, you know, Remiss not to say that I am absolutely humbled to be guest numero uno, as they say in Australia. Thank you. You're welcome for being the number one guest. This is a pretty big deal. You should probably throw a party with your wife and kids. Uh, I probably will. Because once we get back, um, it's, it's, it's a... Great honor I have bestowed upon you and left laying at your doorstep for you to be the first. I mean, because this thing is just screaming for the top of the charts in every platform. I can't wait to share it with my 100 followers. Yes. (laughs) Then we will have 106 views. Perfect. Um, All right, moving on. So, Dr. K. Yes, sir. The Blood Origins Project is one of the most outstanding projects I've witnessed. Thank you. I am honored to be a small, tiny part in it. Um, we're going to leave that part out for the viewers so they don't know what I do. So maybe they will go check you out mm-hmm. because I'm the most interesting man in the world. Well, no, you actually got to meet the most interesting man I in the world. You're right. I did. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you follow me on Instagram, you've already seen that man. Mm-hmm. You need to find out more about that man. Anyway, how do you, Dr. K choose which story is worth telling? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, we come across a ton of stories all the time. And number one is making sure that the person is genuine in terms of who they are and, and what they believe in and, and why they're wanting their story told. It's also very important from a diversity perspective. We want to know, we want to showcase the diversity of gender, the diversity of ethnicity, diversity of when you look at that person's face, you're like, hmm super interesting photograph or super interesting little snippet. I want to learn more about that person. So the people, obviously the project's not about me. It's not about you. It's about us. And 
the us is, you know, you want to showcase the diversity of the us. Awesome. Inspiring is what I would say. That is the word that I think of when I listen to you ramble on with your <coughs> East Australian voice. That's right. It's very distinctive. It is very East Australian. So how does a boy from South Africa become a scientist in the United States who then becomes, you're also the coach of football, correct? The real football, yeah. The yeah. one that you use a ball and a foot for, yeah. Which is also known as? Football. Soccer. Football. It is soccer. Yeah. He's a football player, but he doesn't look like one. He looks like a soccer player. So that's what I call him. He's a soccer player. All right. So, and then you become a, you are the storyteller in, in the outdoor industry. Well, you're very humble, but I think that if you're not there yet, you are becoming one of the, not that we compare ourselves to others, but you are telling it in a way that I am a humble storyteller myself. And when I see someone doing what you're doing, and it doesn't really matter what field it's in. I mean, it could be about Russian ballerinas, but if you're doing it in the way that you're doing it, mm -hmm. to me, that is the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. And that when you can get across to someone, to people that aren't even interested in your subject that you're talking about, your subject about expertise, mm -hmm. and you get them drawn in enough to where they actually not only listen, but listen and care and want to know more, mm -hmm. then you're doing your job. Mm -hmm. So if you do, did something on Russian ballerinas and you made me want to research it and, and figure out what that means you're a good storyteller. You have done that in the outdoor industry. You are doing that, and you will continue to do that. But let me the thing I want to get to that that was me heaping heaping pra probably more praise on you than you deserve. But <laughs> I that's my job to prop you up on this. You know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moving on. How did you? When did you become a U.S. citizen? Two thousand and nine or two thousand and ten. When I stood up and was fortunate enough to become a U.S. citizen and stand in the in the Great Hall in Memphis, Tennessee. And if I had the opportunity to tie it back to what we do and who I am today, it was the ability to have the freedoms that this country offers were now realized. Just in that room with a simple certificate. Um, and so now my kids get to raise as an American and live the lifestyle that the whole world is envious of. Like you are envious of my accent. <clears throat> I have an American accent. You are an American, but you do not have an American accent. So mm -hmm. I think I've got you beat. Maybe. But I was about to say, mic drop on that last thing. I mean, that was the perfect ending to this. Okay. That was amazing. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I do joke around a lot, but it is inspiring to hear someone who you're literally, you came to this country with nothing, with nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're a scientist. Now you're way more educated than I am. And I was born and raised here. Yeah. And so you came here at what? 20 something. You're 20 years old. Uh, 25. Yeah. 25. Mm -hmm. That's right. You're 40. Dang it. You're mm -hmm. so old. Yep. You look like an old great fox, fox squirrel right now. It's a, you have your stubble on your chin is that's super right. white. Super white. You look I like, look the, like a, a great white wizard or something. That's right. I look very distinguished when I grow a beard out. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we drop this, I'll make sure I post some pictures of you and let people know exactly how luscious the man is I with the luscious golden, uh, golden silky voice from the East Indies. Well, you know, I think it's, what has, what's it been like, three hours since you last ate? It's been a while. Yeah, so um, I think breakfast is calling, and 
I think they have probably 12 eggs ready for you. Yeah, that is normally my my snack. And uh, the, the little quail, quail pheasants we've been inhaling at the rapid rate mm-hmm. with wrapped in bacon, fantastic. Yep. All right, folks. You just heard one of the most interesting men in the world today. Dr. K, thank you for being here. I appreciate uh, all you've done for me, for our country. You have... With your great storytelling ability, and I'm sure I don't keep up with your scientific stuff, but I'm sure you're doing leaps and bounds to help our nation in that way. But I do appreciate what you're doing in your storytelling, with your storytelling abilities. And uh, I appreciate you coming on and letting us know a little bit more about Dr. K. You're the man. Real quick, get people to, real quick, I need you to tell people where they can find you and find uh, the Blood Origins Project. At Blood Origins. Just type in Blood Origins into any social media platform, website. Just type in Blood Origins. Folks, you Not are, oranges, origins. Yeah, well, you need to work on that accent part. That enunciation. Yeah. Blood or- origins. Blood oranges. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, you heard it. Blood Origins. Go follow on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, send a pigeon, Instagram, anything. Go follow what he's doing. It's amazing. It is not just for hunters. It is actually it is actually designed for folks that have no idea about the outdoors. That is who he is trying to speak to, from what I can tell. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like the outdoors. You would love these stories. Go check them out. I don't know. I, I don't ever know how to stop these things, so you're going to have to help me. You just, just, no, I think just the tell me thing is good. the breakfast. I don't know. I'm just. I usually stop with like a rambling. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't know. Jacob's not here to tell me to unplug, <clears throat> plug the mic. I never know how to stop these. But um, man, if Jacob was here, he, Jacob's stupid. He should be here. He should have traveled with us. Well, he told me that uh, you know you'd get to this point where you started rambling. I don't know started, what started rubbing, know, messing around, are, and you could just quit talking. Really, stop. I listen to but you I, I don't know and I, let's go eat goodbye America all right folks toodaloo